Welcome to Basket Talks new episode. This is Mir Demir Demirer from Basket Talks. In this episode, we are with Vasi Prokopiev. Hi, coach. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just ready to hop in and answer some questions. Hopefully, they'll be helpful. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you for uh, accept my invitation. And good to see you here. Yeah, I'm always open when someone asks me to do an interview or any type of webinar. I'm always open because I know there are probably people who would want to know my experience, and so I'm always willing to share. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, let's start with. Uh, let's start my question. Uh, I want to start my question. Mm-hmm. So first of all, when and where did you? start to like basketball and how has the process gone up to the this point i was 13 at the time or 12 when i started playing basketball and within first i want to say four or five months i already knew that i want to be a professional basketball player i would say it, it just turned on right away from just hobby to having a goal where you really want to be a professional basketball player and you understand that it's not fun it's not just something that you do for fun it's real hard work and a lot of hours spent from that that point on within the first six months I already knew who I want to be and just started going into the position where I can be a professional basketball player what later translated into coaching while I was still even when I was a college player at that time I was working a lot on my own and I had a couple of young players that I would always take with me so you can say that at that age I already started to kind of coach you can say more mentor and coach people that you're training with the younger ones it just all transitioned to me being a 26 year old I want to say basketball player I understood what my limit was as a player and I knew that at the same time I'm enjoying coaching I'm enjoying seeing other people grow at 26 i decided just to be a full-time coach and to work with players full-time rather than just seek for career as a player yeah thank you so in instagram <laughs> i'm following your drill videos and actually i i try to do your drill in my training it, it's it's like a shooting drill like one mm-hmm. ball with one ball jump and you know uh, dribble and jump and shot okay uh, I saw that and I train yeah, like I'm following your drill videos on Instagram and try to do almost and first I mm-hmm. would you like to know how a player can train with you there are different options well one for example now I'm working as a player development coach for NBA team that's Moscow Basketball Association a professional basketball team in VTB league in Russia you have to play for this team I'm working with men's team that's the main one I'm working with and then on top of that I'm working with senior women's team that are number two in the country now and also just working with a couple of junior players who are 18 19 who have real opportunities and who have talent to become very good basketball players, professional basketball players. So that's option number one. Over the summer, I'm working with pretty much everybody, but most of the players are professional players. The only option when I take someone who is not professional is maybe you are, let's say you're a 15 year old, really talented player, or you have size, you have something that will make you a professional basketball player and you really want to be a professional basketball player then i'll take you i'll take you i'll get you in a group with younger pros 
or with someone who can be an example for you, I would say pretty much everybody can train with me who has the goal of playing professionally. So you have to be real serious about it. Yeah, thank you. And I'm curious about the, you said you are like 15 years old and you have very talent that become a professional. I'm curious that what are the keys of uh, becoming a professional basketball player? I would say number one, top two is consistency and discipline. Of course, if you have size, if you're tall, and long it will make it easier for you to become a professional basketball player because the size won't go nowhere rather than me being 178 centimeters you can find hundreds of people like that who play basketball and who want to be a professional basketball player so it's just the competition is much bigger the shorter you are or the less unique skills you have and so i still believe i truly believe in that that your discipline how you're able to wake up early or go to the gym when you don't have energy and And two, consistency when you can do it on a daily basis. These things can get you to a professional level and can get you on top. Because even if you have huge talent, you have great size, but you don't have discipline, you'll probably get to professional level for a couple of years, but you won't last long. So let's think about a player with really talented, but don't <laughs> have discipline, but you loved him. You know, you liked him, basketball and personality. <laughs> do you try to teach him to uh, discipline? try to teach him to you know a great true way uh-huh. i'll try to work with him for sure and you know i have one rule when working with players doesn't matter how old you are you have just like in a computer game you have three lives for example you're late for practice that's one life you got super emotional and don't want to talk to me another life and so just three lives you lose one you already have two you lose all three sorry i can't work with you doesn't matter if you're paying me or no It keeps players who are really committed. It keeps them a little bit more disciplined where they understand that it's not that you can get upset three times this week. You can still train with me and so and so. And number two thing is If I have a player for in the first day or first week or even the first month and I'm starting to tell him about discipline and all that, he'll most likely won't listen to me because I haven't earned his trust yet or he does not respect me all much. So there is no reason for him to listen to me closely. Yes, I can say that I'm this coach, I'm at that level, blah, 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 blah. But we're still people and I'm a person, he's a person or she's a person and personal skills, building personal relationships with players where a player has trust in you where he has respect it will pay off later on where you can really talk about discipline and teach it through the drills yeah thank you so as you said you work with players that all ages and i want to ask that how do you feel about training young athletes as they get older i would say the number one thing i don't work with all ages I want to say the youngest one would probably be 13, maybe 12, depends on the level on what what the kid is capable. Because to me, training kids, training someone who is 11, 10, 9, and working with junior pro or professional basketball players, these are two different jobs. These should be two different people. And so you can't say, I won't be as efficient with nine-year-olds as someone who has been working with nine, 10-year-olds. I'll probably be too boring for them where they'll need to have more fun fun rather than me telling them about the footwork, how you can blow by one-on-one or how you can increase your three-point percentage. But I would say just starting with basics and if we go, if we look at any junior pro league or even if we take Turkey and we take third division where 
or even students league and you will see what players are missing the ones who are talented but who may not be able to play at a higher level is one they can't play without the ball two they can't pass with one hand and they can't catch the ball with one hand or they even struggle with catching ball in two hands three using their offhand if you're right-handed dribbling with left passing with left finishing with left doesn't matter the age of the person that i'm working with it will all be basic we're talking about the player development work is going to be some type of dribbling ball control where ball control is not only dribbling but also passing catching and so and so one two some type of finishing three some type of shooting plus you will add reads on top where player has to react or when he has to make a decision not just go like a robot and then you have all this and then based on the principles based on the level of the player that you have you will adjust each one for example if you're 15 and you're a big man you're struggling with dribbling i will do some simple ball handling drills with you where you just simply have to bounce the ball real hard to the wall to the floor do some type of v dribbles in and out something simple not fancy i will show you that these simple things when you pay attention to the details that will translate and at the same time i'll have a point guard who let's say we talk about aaron jackson who played for Cesco, who was a houston rockets we worked with aaron for a second year we would have all types of crazy ball handling drills just because he would have i would say like a glue in his hands where the ball just sticks to his hand so i had to make it complicated but the principles will be still the same yeah thank you and then these rules uh, are the same with the training with young athletes as their uh, position right i would say yes and no depends on age depends on the level so if we talk about someone who's 15 16 or let's say below 20 if you have somebody real tall who will most likely play center you still want to give him some perimeter skills where player can be let's say stretch five or he can play four and five not just one position because if i just put him right under the basket he'll have no chance to learn how to play in perimeter or the only option that he will have is just post work that's it basketball is developing now where most of the bigs have outside game you have to make them a little bit more universal at the same time if we talk about the professional team let's say we have a big man i know he won't be shooting threes and his main job is to be a threat under the basket to grab all the rebounds on offense and defense to be efficient in his touches so every time he gets the ball he has to do something quickly i know he won't do a lot of isolation in the post i put it in the far end where if we take 100% as a whole practice is going to be 75% or 70% of the things that he needs right now 30% of things he may need in the future in a year or in half a year when his role will grow up and i want to ask you about the uh, biggest mistake that most young players make i want to still talk about young players because like mm-hmm. all all my uh, audience and me ah my camera no not now <laughs> yeah i'm okay can you, yeah i can i can see you because all my audience from european and young guys like mm-hmm. me and okay what is the biggest mistake that most young players make they want to do all the fancy drills the drills that look good this is number one thing because of the social media because you do something cool on social media most likely it 
will get more views. And so you want to do some trick shots or whatever, or some two ball drills or three ball drills. Don't get me wrong. I also do two ball drills. I also do some crazy stuff, but I have a why behind. So everything that I would do, I can explain you why I do it. I can give you purpose. I can give you two purposes why I do this drill, each drill. Yeah. And if you don't understand something, just ask me because it's not me conducting the practice and making you do everything like a robot. It's me giving something, teaching something. At the end of the practice, I don't want you just to be tired or feel that you just got better, but I want you to feel that you realized something at the same time. Number one mistake that most of the young players would do is just search for fancy drills. And I probably everybody would respond like that, but this is why I want to give number two, not planning the workouts and also not having a structure. I understand that if you're 15 year old or 16 year old, you may know how to structure the workout, but the good thing you have internet and you can search for a lot of things and at least have something. That's one. And two, you probably should understand I want to play on a college team. I am my size, 178 centimeters, as, as you already heard. And I know if I want to play on a college team, what I need, one, some type of shooting abilities, two, handle the ball under pressure, three, be in good shape, be a tough defender. I know these top three. Then I can put it all in order, which is the most important. And the most important is most likely at least be in shape and be a threat of defense. Because if you can play full court D for 40 minutes, the coach will want you. It doesn't matter if you can shoot or not. He'll figure it out how to put you on the floor. And this is actually how my journey started. I'm from a small town with a population of 180,000 people. There were only a couple of basketball coaches and they couldn't teach me the details. It was just super basic practice. I knew if I want to play professionally or if I want to play in college in States, I have to progress myself, I have to find a way to improve. But at the same time, if I can figure out how to be fit, be strong, how to be able to play 40 minutes without getting tired, then me traveling to US, it won't go nowhere. I'll still be the fittest person on the team. You can just prioritize knowing what top three things you need to work on. One thing I would say is be your own coach. For example, I was Aaron Jackson's coach. I was his personal coach for two and a half seasons. Uh, he had an opportunity to hire me. I have to think about all his individual development. Imagine you're a 15 year old, you don't have money for to hire a person who will be with you 24 seven, and you don't have money to work with a trainer or with a coach every day or at least three times per week. And so you have to be that coach. You have to figure it out on your own. Yeah, 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 I agree with you. And all of the players have it, that kind of program. Like they can't be their own coach. Like we have internet right now. You in YouTube, we can find your drill videos, and we can uh, take a list what we wanna uh, work on it. And I I'm curious about what are your advice, young coaches? Like when young player realize I can't be a basketball, I can't be a professional basketball player, but I want to be in in basketball, and I want to be a coach. What are your advice uh, to that peoples? Again, we go back to me telling you about be your mini coach. Now, when I look back at the workouts that I created for myself when I was getting ready to play in college, it was more than 10 years back in 2011. When I look at those workouts, I'm like this. I'm like... 
because they are they are crazy they're first of all i was working out four times a day and it will be at least one and a half hour each workout or two hours each workout so it's like eight hours of work now i'm like no no i understand why at 25 i started having like small injuries small injuries that can happen out of nowhere and just like a car when you drive in a hundred thousand kilometers something just breaks another couple hundred couple hundred thousand something else breaks and so and so and so the older the car is more things will break over the time but the good thing here was me planning my own workouts gave me some experience every month the workouts that i planned for myself got better and better and better you always want to improve your workouts just so you can get better as a basketball player and so these are those perfect reps where you are responsible for yourself only let's say i have the zero experience and i'm training you i'm just getting you through the crazy workouts for the next two months you get in two or three injuries it's my responsibility now because i gave you the whole workout and you got injuries because of me because i was not adequate enough i was not smart enough to scale the workouts i would say to young coaches try on yourself first at least where you'll have a better feel and then find people who need someone to work with it can be free doesn't matter when you start you have to work for free even now i've been coaching we count the years when i was playing and training people i've been working with basketball players for nine years then in nine years or after nine years even now i'll still do something for free that's okay it's more about my passion or what i want to do rather than me just earning money yeah so let's move on to the final question and yeah it's my camera is yeah And in your opinion, what are the must of basketball? I would say the same as I told you first, the qualities that, that are needed for a person to be a professional basketball player. To me, all these musts have nothing to do with skills. Discipline one, consistency two. And the third thing that I would put there is toughness. Toughness meaning how strong you are mentally. For example, if you're winning by five and then in two minutes you're losing by ten. How mentally stable you are. Not to think that you were that you lost 15 points in the last three four minutes. How mentally strong you are to play through contact when you're playing away and the refs don't call any fouls. So these three are the most important. If we go with basketball skills, if we go skill wise, it's just going to be all the same. Being able to shoot well doesn't matter your position. One through five, any that's one. Two, being smart enough, moving without the ball, where you understand where the ball will go three is i want to say a skill of playing defense where again just like being smart enough on offense where you know the play same here where how the play may develop and you kind of making an action before it happens and interfering it so thank you for all replies to my question and thank you for coming first of all uh-huh yeah you're welcome I need to say sorry about my uh, yeah 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 so sorry I'll have I'll have one more the bonus one Um, ah, yeah. The bonus one would be to all the young players. Let's say you want to be a professional basketball player in the future. Uh, try to look at it bigger than just basketball, strength training, basketball and fitness. Because to me, if if you take any player and his development is going to be one, tactics, two, skills, three, his athletic development and four, his mental development. 
the fourth one can really be a game changer because if you understand all the tactics, if you are the most skilled person, if you are the fittest, the strongest, the most explosive, but you're shaking <laughs> during the game, all of this will go down. You'll, yeah. All this from 99 uh, overall, it just all go down to 40 or even 30. But 40. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you can, if you understand that you're that person that gets nervous uh, when you're on court or when you're thinking, oh, what's going to happen if I lose the ball? Oh, and what if I miss? Then it means that you have to pay more attention to your mental development. The easiest thing is just come to the gym and shoot 500 shots or make 500 shots. The hardest thing is mental work where, for example, I have to visualize. Let's say I have to do some type of exercises that will get me mentally strong or that will make me more concentrated more focused on something for example when i was playing in mexico one of the first drills one of the first exercises that i did written in a book and when i read it i was like what okay i'm ready i just i'm committed i know that it's my problem i have to do it so the exercise was let's say you sit on a chair and i sit on a chair now first close your eyes imagine that you're going to let's say to open the door you open the door close it come back, sit on a chair, and you have to time it. You have a timer, you're like, with the eyes closed, you just imagine. You start, you imagine it all, you stop, you check the time or you save screenshot, and then you do it all again, time it, do it all again, come back and see. Most of the people will see that the results are different and that in your mind, it's going to be much faster. And this is just an example of how much you're speeding everything up in your brain. To me, this is this is also big. And sometimes for some players, it can be even bigger than just working on shooting or just working out in, in general. Yeah. And again, thank you for all uh, and this bonus one. And all replies, yeah, replies well. to my questions. Sorry about my, you know, internet again. This is, by the way, this is first episode of 2023. I And I don't want to be like this in my personal. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, no that's fine. Yeah, I thank you. Thank, thank you again for all. And Yeah, you're welcome. Like I said, if later in the future, if you have any thoughts in your head where you want to do something like that again, or where people are asking for specific responses to specific questions, I'm always willing to find the time to share what I know because when a while ago, I was that person that was seeking for all the knowledge. I was seeking for a coach that would give me an answer to my questions where it won't be just, where the response won't be just, hey coach, I, uh, I can't shoot my shot is very bad and the coach will tell me you just have to shoot more and yeah. you're like okay and you shoot more you shoot more you shoot more a year goes by you don't improve and then another coach will tell you the same thing you have to shoot more and then you know how there's a stereotype also that well shooters are born shooters are not made if you can't shoot from young age then you just you're not a shooter when you know that you've been trying really hard for a while and you were just going through the reps and you hear people saying that shooters are born you start believing that you're oh man really maybe they are right maybe i'm just maybe i'm not built to shoot the ball where in reality yes there are different types of people where say for you it's going to be easier to in shooting rather than for me uh you have to do 10,000 shots to make a result to have a result i have to do 50,000 shots to get the similar result that you got but it is what it is 
yeah, you can improve at everything. And just just depends on how much attention you pay to details and how you emphasize on it. Yeah, again, thank you for all and thank you for coming. I hope we meet in real, you know, not virtual, in real. And Yeah, I'll be glad to. Yeah, thank you. And see you in real and uh, see you in next project, uh, I hope. Sounds good. Sounds good. And see yep. you. See you, everyone. Hope you enjoy it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Basi, B-A-S-I dot pro, P-R-O. Always open, always willing to share. Yeah, thank Work you. to inspire. In this episode, we are with Basi Prokopiev. Thank you for your time. I hope you enjoy. See you in next episode. Bye-bye.